This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we talk about the new vertical specific FlexPod solution covering healthcare workloads. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipoc. Zipoc. I love NetApp because it's so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the studio and with me today we have a couple of uh, special guests from NetApp to talk about healthcare as well as the FlexPod solution we have for healthcare. Uh, Brian O'Mahony is here. Hi, Brian. How you doing, Justin? Good doing to be here. well. Long time no see. Yes, it's been so long. I know. It was in at least weeks. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, for those of us who don't know you, what do you do here at NetApp and how do we reach you? My name is Brian O'Mahoney. I'm a solutions architect for healthcare at NetApp, and I've been at NetApp for 10 years. Um, and my focus at NetApp is is around ethics. I'm sensing an accent, Brian. Is that is that Australian? Uh, <laughs> you're slightly off. <laughs> uh, I grew up in Ireland, so. Oh, I couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> any way to contact you? Do you have an email or uh, or a uh, Twitter handle you want to have people reach out to you with? Well, um, Omahony at netapp.com. That's O-M-A-H-O-N-Y at netapp.com. All right. Also with us, uh, Keaton Mota. Uh, Keaton, what do you do here at NetApp and how do we reach you? I, uh, thank you, Justin. So my name is Keaton Mota. I am a product manager at NetApp. Uh, I'm part of the FlexPod uh, solution team. And uh, my role uh, involves really driving or expanding our FlexPod solutions uh, into industry verticals. Uh, what that means is uh, I'm focused on really developing some vertical-specific FlexPod solutions. And I also uh, want to make sure that we are successful. Uh, and so, you know, also driving all the GTM efforts around it. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting that we're taking the approach of, you know, verticals for help for FlexPod, right? So taking an industry and then creating a pod that fits into that industry workload so that people don't have to think so much about the storage and compute they have to throw at it. Uh, that's exactly right. Uh, the whole uh, key value prop for FlexPod is really uh, reducing the risk for our customers. Uh, it really enables faster deployment because of the extensive, detailed, uh, validated designs that we publish. And we really want to expand on that approach and really drive that uh, into the application tier and focus on some of these key uh, vertical applications uh, and really provide that uh, same uh, level of benefit, which is, you know, how do you reduce the risk? What are some of the best practices that you can utilize to deploy those applications? And we are specifically focusing on healthcare as the first vertical market. Uh, so that's what we'll talk more about in this call. And uh, if we wanted to contact you, Keaton, how do we do that? So you can reach me at uh, my email address is uh, keaton.mota at NetApp. So it's K-E-E-A-N dot M-O-T-A at NetApp.com. All right. So um, before we dive into the FlexPod piece and all that stuff, uh, let's talk about healthcare in general. So, so Brian, you've been a part of this industry for a long time. Tell us about healthcare as a business. Uh, what does it take to deploy storage and, and applications for healthcare? 
Well, healthcare um, is typically not cutting edge, right? Uh, they're typically a bit behind uh, the industry because they don't want to take risks. I mean, um, uh, records and availability of records is the number one thing. So um, also uh, finance is pretty tight in the healthcare industry. So having a, a large staff to support your infrastructure is challenging. So having a solution that is consolidated and simplified and easier to use is very important for the healthcare industry. Um, and that's kind of driving uh, the direction today. So walk me through some of the business use cases of healthcare, like what sort of applications and what sort of uh, designs are involved there? Like how is healthcare consumed as a storage application? A healthcare organization can have literally hundreds of applications, some more critical than others. At a high level, the EHR, electronic health records, is the most critical. You know, when you go to the hospital to get some patient care, the doctor needs to be able to pull up your records in a, in a reasonable amount of time. And, and behind the scenes, you have PAC systems for, for imaging. Um, and there's all, all sorts of different EHR systems out there. Um, so storage and availability of data is, is critical in having an enterprise class storage platform to run your, your healthcare organization on is, is very important. Yeah, and, and for those of you who aren't in the healthcare industry, I mean, basically, everybody's been to a doctor, right? So you, you go to the doctor, and the first thing you do is you check in, right? So, Brian, what happens when we check in with, with those applications? So the applications are delivered by some mechanism, usually uh, BDI, um, and the doctors, you know, in, in the U.S., everything has got to be um, digitized, right, and, and, and stored on computers. We're gone away from paper. So the, the doctor needs to pull up your records in a real, reasonable amount of time. Um, it's interesting, though, a lot of the records, once it's looked at, becomes stale and not, not looked at again. So you have to build your system um, to be able to store data and a lot of stale data for a long period of time. And also, there's a lot of compliance that's been introduced into the industry. So, uh, you, you know, security is the most important and thing in uh, executives' minds in healthcare. It's their number one concern. So, uh, protecting your data records for, for patients is uh, very important. Right. So, so we check in, we scan our health card, our healthcare cards, or driver's license. That goes into an image file. That generally probably goes into something like. Uh, uh, packs, right, or maybe Epic for for imaging. Uh, yeah, imaging. So, uh, like Epic can store a lot of the patient records within its database, but it also external externally stores documents and images in their blob storage. There's multiple uh, pack systems out there uh, for storing uh, imaging and taking images and storing them. And there's a vendor neutral archive, a VNA, is a technology that uh, a lot of hospitals use, where it front ends various uh, PAC systems, so you have this unified platform to go and access your, your data. Right. So, so you know, you, get, you check in, you get your driver's license and healthcare records, like your, your insurance stuff, that, that all gets verified. And then you wait for your appointment, and then you go to your appointment, and then they, they do the blood pressure check and all that stuff, and they enter all that information into a database. That goes into your personal healthcare record that's also driven by Epic, right? Correct. So Epic has is, is one of the leading EHR systems in the U.S. You've got Meditech and you've got Cerner and you've got others. Um, but pre- predominantly Epic has been dominating, especially with the, the larger hospitals. Um, 
And more and more, you see smaller hospitals being swallowed up and consolidated into some of the, the larger organizations. So uh, Epic is growing. Your data gets stored in there. And um, there's a lot of very stringent requirements around how you need to back that data up, how you protect it, uh, replicate it, having a DR copy of it. So lots of requirements. And Epic has a thing called the, the honor roll. It's a set of requirements that how you build your infrastructure around running Epic. And if you don't meet it, uh, there's a significant uh, support cost. So customers are looking for a platform that they can uh, not only build Epic and run it stable, but also meet all of the on world requirements. So, you know, what we're dealing with here is hundreds or thousands of patients a day having data entered into a system. And that data can start to grow exponentially, right? Absolutely. Um, there's lots of reasons for data growing. Um, the demands on healthcare uh, is growing exponentially. Um, but images are getting bigger. Uh, we have AI uh, that's coming into healthcare. Um, all, all of those things has a huge implication on the growth of data. And data is the key for any organization to be successful. So being able to manage your data and take that data and use it in a way that kind of gives you an advantage over your competitors uh, and leverage that to grow your businesses is where the industry is going. So with that said, I mean, you know, we, we deal with ONTAP and storage systems and data management. Um, what sort of ONTAP features are out there that have really enabled these healthcare industries to take the next step forward in managing this giant mass of data that gets accumulated on a daily basis? Well, Justin, there's a lot, right? Uh, but at a high level, um, if I was to say a few things that um, healthcare really appreciate when they, when they look at NAP and look at storage in general, is the ability to consolidate. Um, ONTAP has the ability to take all of, for example, Epic, all of your NAS and your, your SAN protocols and run them all on a single platform. And on that same platform, you can run your PAC systems um, and your VNA and everything else. So we offer simplicity, um, the ability to consolidate, which has huge savings uh, for, for healthcare, but also the simplicity of scale. Um, so when you move on to NetApp, you never have to migrate your data again and take a, a data outage. Uh, it's a very stable and mature platform. And... Not only does it cover running it on-prem, but on tap actually runs in the cloud as well. So you can put your data within our data fabric where, where, wherever it makes sense for the uh, organization. So con consolidation and scale and simplicity are one of the major things that we bring bring to the table. Yeah, and then you look at the the feature sets like snapshots, um, snap mirror for DR, snap lock for compliance, being able to adhere to HIPAA regulations by setting a timer that basically causes data to stay there until it, it's allowed to age out, right? Yeah, so security is massive. Data management in general, but security, um, the number one target for, for ransomware attackers is healthcare. They're under attack. I mean, I speak to customers every day about this. And NetApp, um, our snapshot capability and snaplock capability allows us to create this air gap for their data and protect them against um, uh, being attacked like that. And when they are attacked, being able to uh, to remediate is probably the most important thing. So NetApp is a very mature solution on healthcare we uh, with security in mind. 
Yeah, I mean, you saw this with the National Institute of Health, I guess, a year or two ago, where there was a ransomware attack that was on the the actual national healthcare system of Britain, right? Absolutely. And uh, I actually spoke to a customer today. He's um, they're being hacked constantly. Their their Active Directory um, security was hacked. They got access to the 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 whole of Active Active Directory and actually download the whole thing. So that has a huge implication. Um, but with NetApp, you have the ability with snapshots to rapidly recover uh, from any any such attack. And with SnapLock, and we have encryption on-prem, uh, at rest, and encryption in flight, uh, multi-factor authentication. Um, we have lots of capabilities that are native and built into on-prem to help you protect your, uh, your environment. Right. I mean, we have the volume encryption piece, and along with that, we have secure purge, right? So if you have data spillage into a into a place where it shouldn't be, you can delete that file with a crypto shred rather than having to deal with the entire volume. Uh, that also goes for GDPR regulations where, you know, you have, have the right to be forgotten, uh, and, and that includes with healthcare records. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could, we, could spot, we could speak for hours on all the security uh, pieces. It's quite a complex problem to solve. Yep. Um, but we check a lot of boxes with um, enabling our, our customers to uh, secure their data. So, I mean, one of the things that challenges people deploying healthcare applications is, you know, there's a lot of moving parts, which ONTAP helps solve because we have, you know, a lot of different ways to consume the data. But also, you know, it's it, there's a lot of best practices that have to be adhered to. So how are your healthcare customers leveraging those best practices? How do they consume that and how do they deploy the best possible solution for their environment. So again, uh, one of the advantages of ONTAP is the ability to consolidate. We have the ability to manage performance for all of their applications with our adaptive uh, quality of service. And we also have a tool, um, the service level manager, which is integrated into uh, ONTAP, which um, automatically, using machine learning, uh, analyzes all of your workloads, and will give you a recommendation on what performance um, swim lane that your, your application should be in. And what that gives you is uh, really eliminates performance problems. Um, you, you can look at one page and you know exactly how much headroom you have in your box. And the comfort of adding workloads into this consolidated environment, knowing that the existing applications will not be affected by, by growing the system. Customers want to get value for money out of the storage systems and get away from the overbuilding silos and instead having this consolidation where they can move workloads around non-disruptively and get the most out of their their, their storage. And NetApp has, has the tools to do it, but also automate it, and it's extremely simple to use. So as far as the automation goes, I mean, do we have automation for the best practices as prescribed by your TRs? I mean, you, you mentioned you have several TRs on, on Epic. Um, do you know the TR numbers for those? And, and, you know, how would people deploy those best practices the easiest way? Uh, the TR numbers. So we have the, the best practices for Epic um, is TR 3928 and probably the most important document to read. But there's also there's three TRs for, uh, for a FlexPod deployment. And there's a best practice guide, a deployment guide, and, and a sizing guide. Um, the and they're available on for 
customers that have um, feed portal access. Yeah, and if we don't if we don't have the numbers now, we can always add these to the blog. So you know, if we can find them later and add them. Yeah, TR thirty nine twenty eight um, is is the best practice guide. So you mentioned FlexPod and the TRs that we have for those. Um, we all we have FlexPod solutions out there, and you know, as uh, Keaton mentioned, we, we're now doing vertical based FlexPod. So, Keaton, uh, what is a FlexPod in general, uh, and how how is it deployed for verticals like healthcare? Yeah, so Justin, FlexPod uh, is a conversion infrastructure that is jointly developed by Cisco and NetApp. At the very heart of it, it's a reference architecture. Um, and the convergence here that we are talking about is the convergence of NetApp's ONTAP storage systems uh, converging with the Cisco UCS uh, compute platform and the Cisco Nexus and Cisco MDS switches. So at the very heart of it, it's a reference architecture and the uh, really the detailed designs that we offer uh, to simplify the deployment of the core infrastructure itself. But FlexPod over the years, and, and we just, uh, this is our uh, 10 years that we completed uh, in 2020. Uh, over the years, FlexPod has really matured into a whole spectrum of uh, solutions. So these are essentially design and deployment guidance that we offer uh, on how can you really deploy some of these enterprise workloads. Uh, for example, you could have your Oracle SQL SAP HANA databases, or how would you want to create your private cloud uh, using FlexPod? Uh, we now also have offerings around you know, managed uh, services, managed private cloud. Uh, so there is a whole bunch of things that we have done uh, you know, over the years. We have 170 uh, plus design guides that we have produced and uh, several technical white reports, uh, white papers and solutions uh, that are available. The whole idea of FlexPod is that you can essentially reduce the risk for your customers because trying to put all these infrastructure pieces and the built-on workloads together, it's a difficult process. And if you follow the recipe that is offered through the design guides uh, that we provide, you are essentially reducing your risk and you're also expediting your deployments. So you have a, a design guide, right? Like a, a document that people can follow as a recipe. Do you have any plans, or are you already working on creating like Ansible modules that can deploy these automatically, as opposed to having somebody have to go through the guide? Uh, yes, we are. Uh, we actually have released uh, all these uh, uh, Ansible modules, uh, which are available right now uh, for uh, for a limited set of uh, designs, uh, and they are available to our channel partners uh, who are predominantly uh, uh, the fulfillers for the FlexPod system. So you can usually get your FlexPod system through a channel partner, and uh, you know they can put it all together, and uh, these modules are available to them so that they can really expedite the deployment. From the Epic perspective, um, the biggest challenges to running an Epic environment is uh, backup, the backup is quite complex, and then the multiple test environments that you have to uh, refresh. And you're looking at like 20, 30, 40 terabyte uh, databases that you need to make multiple copies of them. Um, so we have 
a widely deployed solution for epic backups and, and refreshing based on automation that we deliver as part of our epic solution. Um, and it's built based on the, what the epic DBAs want and it's basically their tool. They asked us what they wanted and we built it for them. So you mentioned multiple copies of databases. I mean, is FlexClone involved at all with these? Are we cloning databases and, you know, basically splitting them off? Is that how we're leveraging some of these ONTAP features? Absolutely. Um, you, you really need to take advantage of storage integration when you're managing an environment like like Epic. And we use snapshotting and um, FlexClones to create. And, and, and lately, actually, we're even doing um, what's called single file snap restore. Um, which dramatically reduces the complexity of refreshing a, a massive environment. So there's a lot less to do on the whole side. Um, and we, we've been deploying that uh, successfully. Customers love it. The, the Epic DBAs love it as well. So, Caden, you know, you mentioned this is a FlexPod for a vertical. What makes this FlexPod different from other FlexPods? Like, why is it specific to a vertical? And, you know, why couldn't it fit into other verticals? Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned, you know, FlexPod at the core, at the heart of it is really the convergence of the infrastructure components. Uh, but we have expanded the portfolio over the years to cater and build out several of these horizontal solutions, which are really applicable in uh, all the different uh, industries. What we are now doing is expanding that even further uh, into uh, creating some point uh, healthcare solutions. So some of the technical reports that Brian uh, mentioned earlier, I know we have three TRs that we have developed for Epic uh, EHR, and we also have two TRs that we have developed for Meditech EHR. So the idea here is that um, some of these key unique workloads, which are only uh, uh, in the healthcare environment, uh, we want to really develop some uh, you know, deployment best practices sizing and uh, some performance data uh, document those in those papers, which essentially enable uh, our channel partners and our sales engineers to really expedite the delivery and really help our customers in choosing uh, the right size and the right infrastructure uh, for their needs. So with this particular design, I mean, it sounds like it's something that could be retrofitted to other verticals as well. I mean, are you finding that the, the translation to other verticals is fairly straightforward? So I think uh, every application has some unique uh, uh, design requirements or, you know, they may have unique uh, needs. Uh, for example, the electronic health record applications, they are very performance intensive. You know, uh, we are looking at, uh, you know, leveraging the latest and greatest capabilities that ONTAP offers from a performance standpoint. And it would be applicable to the electronic health record apps. Uh, on the contrary, some of the other applications, such as medical imaging, uh, they may not be that performance sensitive. Uh, they are certainly mission critical applications, but they may not uh, need all the uh, performance benefits. You know, and and you know some of the key value props for those apps are really you know how can we offer uh, and simplify the multiple uh, storage tier requirements. Uh, that they have and how we can fulfill that through a single system. And and hence, we can simplify uh, the deployment of those apps uh, where we leverage some of the advanced capabilities such as, you know, fabric pools and uh, also quality of service capabilities to create different tiers within the same system. Yeah, I guess so, my... Uh, 
I guess my point was more of not so much in the same vertical, right? So, I mean, there are other industries out there that use very similar mm-hmm. workload profiles. So, like, for example, we'll take imaging. Sure. I mean, images are images. So, you know, whether you're in the auto industry or you're in the media industry or you're in the healthcare industry, that workload should be pretty much the same across the board. So do you, do you find that you're profiling these workloads and then you can apply them to other verticals as well? Um, uh, potentially, we haven't yet looked uh, deeper in all the other industries. We are just getting started in exploring uh, some key workloads in other markets. So uh, don't know yet of the different characteristics, but I, I can completely understand that you know there will always be some unique profile that could be applied uh, for for different workloads out there. So, so how are you profiling these healthcare workloads? Like, what are you doing to figure out what each type of workload does? What, what sort of research is being done? So that's kind of more on on why I worked with Katan uh, to put these technical reports together. So part of my job is to manage the relationship with with NetApp and Epic, and you know all the, all of the testing around. Um, for each of our platforms, uh, we visit, visit Epic regularly. We have, I have a weekly call with Epic and we talk technology and how to solve their problems. Um, so that years of knowledge in that space, we need to bring that to the table when we put a FlexPod solution together. So, um, we're building a solution, uh, with the right technology and how I'm piecing that together. Uh, Epic is a perfect example. It has extreme requirements around how it needs to be built. And it has a lot, it has a huge implication on costs. If you don't make your honor roll, what do you need to do to get there? So, um, it's a combination of the solution that solves the problem and building it so that the customer, when they go and consume it, they, they have known outcomes, faster deployments, um, and, and less risk. So are these uh, best practices and white papers and, and FlexPod designs, are they blessed by Epic? I mean, have they signed off on these or is this just something that we do and then, you know, it's just generally accepted? They are. Um, so Epic has a very complex rating system when it looks at vendors. It writes a quarterly SPACs document and there's no such thing as Epic certified. You get a high, medium, low or no. Um certification for and that's how they communicate how they feel about uh, various uh, vendors. NetApp is the highest rated uh, storage platform in that we have a high comfort rating for both NAS and SAN on the same platform. We're, we're the only ones that can deliver that for them. Um, as for the technical reports, all of my the testing and engineering work that we, we do, um, we take to, to Epic and we review with them and, and ensure that they're on the same page as us when it comes to what we're talking to our customers and what we're recommending. So it's a, it's a collaboration. Um, and it's a long time. We have a long history with Epic on, on putting solutions together. Yeah, and I guess my point is, is when people roll these solutions out and they leverage these best practices and TRs, they can rest assured that Epic has seen them and that if they do something yeah. in these TRs, they don't have to worry about Epic coming back and saying, what are you doing? That's not what we want you to do. Correct. We have done the same thing for Meditech uh, as well. So, you know, uh, uh, we worked with uh, John Dugnan, uh, uh, who is, uh, you know, uh, Brian's colleague in the same team. And uh, he focuses uh, heavily on Meditech uh, EHR application. He has a lot of years of experience and expertise in that area. Uh, and we have, uh, you know, developed similar TRs which have been reviewed with Meditech. 
so yeah, uh, that's the approach that we have taken. Uh, in addition to that, we also look at uh, some of the customer wins. You know, we have several healthcare customers who have developed, uh, who, have, who have deployed uh, these applications uh, on FlexPod. So we also looked at uh, some of those uh, best practices, some case studies, and you know, learned from that as well. Uh, you know, what are some of the things that are important customers, and you know, how they are using uh, FlexPod. Do we have any public references for those? Yes, we, we, we certainly do. Uh, we have two, uh, two references. Uh, one is LCMC uh, Hospital uh, uh, Healthcare System. They are based in uh, uh, Louisiana. And the other one is Mercy Technology Services. Uh, they are based in, uh, I believe, St. Louis. Um, and they are both uh, huge, heavy, uh, you know, fantastic references uh, for for FlexPod usage, I've deployed uh, Epic Electronic Health on FlexPod. And, you know, uh, there are great case studies available uh, for people to look at. Yeah, and as Brian mentioned earlier, I mean, these healthcare industry customers may not be staffing their IT departments to manage storage by itself. They might have to do a lot of other things. So having something that's a pod that's basically deployed for them and easy to, to set up and use is going to be ultimately valuable for those those departments because they, they can't spend all their time focusing on the best way to set up our storage. Exactly. And, and you know, with Mercy, Mercy Healthcare, um, it's all about improving patient healthcare, right? And that's, that's, that's their job. And having the right platform to, be, to enable their business to be able to get that done. Mercy is a perfect example where they reduce sepsis deaths by 50%. Um, uh, and pneumonia infections, they, they're using data to make it have a huge impact on, on the wellness of their of their patients. Yeah, but the, I mean, the bottom line is if you can't set it up, if you can't actually use it, then it does you no good. It could be the best storage system in the world for this. <laughs> but if you can't actually use it, then it doesn't matter. Exactly. I agree. To add one more point here, that I think uh, the point that you mentioned about you know, the ease of uh, setting it up, ease of deployment, uh, configuration, really getting that seamless experience is very important. And that's really one of the key things where FlexPod comes into play uh, with, uh, you know, almost 1,100 uh, channel partners where you can purchase a FlexPod system from. Uh, They're all uh, trained and equipped to really provide uh, that experience to our customers. And, uh, you know, that that's exactly uh, the key value here is uh, simplicity and faster deployment. And like you mentioned, I mean, you're developing the Ansible modules to make this even easier because that now you can start automating this so you don't have to go reading through a, a document and following it step by step. Instead, you, you can click a button and you're done. That is correct. Yep. All right, Caton, Brian, thanks so much for joining us today and telling us all about the new healthcare vertical for FlexPod. Caton, uh, again, if we wanted to reach you, how would we do that? You can email me at uh, katan.mota at nadab.com. So it's K-E-T-A-N dot M-O-T-A at nadab.com. And Brian O'Mahony, how do we reach you? You can email me at omahoney at nadab.com. That's O-M-A-H-O-N-Y. Thanks again so much for joining us, Brian and Caden. With the blog, we'll have links to the TRs and best practices, as well as a FlexPod CBD that you can access. 
All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or via techontappodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Peyton Mota and Brian O'Mahony for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.